You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Get a fresh recording going. There we go. And bloody hell, it worked just like it should have. Uh, by the way, I got Larry Bob's your uncle. I've got the disturbed sound of silence here opened up on one of my tabs, so I'm going to make sure I listen to that when we get done talking. Oh, good. Good, it's From, great. Uh, 2015, it looks like. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I think they use it in a movie or something. But you know, he did it beforehand, and you see him doing it live, and he's got a fucking orchestra and a choir, and it's like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> killer, totally killer. Nice. I'm looking forward to yeah. that. All right. So there's that. Let me go back to the Google. Uh, bar here so I can type in whatever album you're going to talk about. That way I can follow along. Uh, so uh, we're ready to go whenever you're ready. Okay. This is a something podcast. I don't think there's anybody back there. Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! X. To each other. And. Party on, dudes! Hey, everybody, it's Bonsai Retro Club. Can you dig it? <laughs> Online, we have the Overlordy Dave. Hello, how's everybody doing? And you know me, 80s music girl, always having a groovy time. Uh, today we're groovy. talking. Groovy. Today we're talking about our favorite retro album. And you know, is there really just one? Of course not. There could be your top one, like in your top five. You know, my ultimate top five. Um, it is right up there at number one, Hunting High and Low by. Uh-huh, but you know, we're not talking about that today. We talk about that a lot. And then I thought to myself, I watched this guy on TV, oh, excuse me, YouTube, because I think that's TV now, because I don't really watch TV anymore, um, doing a reaction video. Um, he's really cool. Uh, if you've ever seen him, he's got like a gazillion followers, and people 
comment in the thousands. Uh, his name is um, Jamel, a.k.a. Jamal. And that's his YouTube handle. And he, I watch him react to different songs that he's never heard before. And uh, this is how I got the idea for this album that I'm going to cover today. You think you're By the way, how old is Jamal? He's got to be like 39, 40. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and he's actually really cool. And um, he just, he really gets into the music and he talks about, you know, the lyrics and stuff. And, so probably and how, a child of the 90s then. Possibly. Okay. Yeah, he probably is a child of the 90s. And so, so I had to watch this one particular. Apparently he'd done one of them before um, for the Traveling Wilburys. And I didn't see that one. So this was his second reaction video for the end of the line. And and I had even forgotten that the video was made after, spoiler alert, Roy Orbison passed away. If you don't know who the members of the Traveling Wilburys are, get your ass out there and Google something. It's got to be one of the best super groups in the entire planet. Um, just briefly, the first inception of Traveling Wilburys is uh, Roy Orbison, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, Jeff Lynn, and George Harrison. There was some guy that they used for drums. Sorry, I don't remember who he was. Uh, of course, you know, we're moving on. So I'm watching this, and he gets to the part to where Roy Orbison is singing his lines, and they pan back, and you see the rocking chair with the guitar on it. And then you see Roy Orbison's picture over on the mantle. And Jamal's like, oh, my God, no. And he stops the video. He goes, oh, is that the rocket chair? Does, does that mean he's passed? Oh, man. You know, so he didn't even know that. You know, it's just like, so here he is. He's watching this for the first time. He's really getting into it. He's really getting into the lyrics. Let's talk about life, being at the end of the line, and accepting where you are, and being happy for who you are in the present. You know, worry about bullshit you ain't got no control over. You know, so then this hits him. Reality hits him, and he's just like, "Damn." He says, "So that just kind of put a whole new meaning and a whole different spin on the song itself." You know, so I like watching shit like that because it's just like, yeah, I've been knowing about these people forever you know but when i see other people seeing and understanding and getting what i know it makes me makes me smile and i thought to myself you know i should do traveling wilburys you know that first album that was actually a really good album tonight on the show and then i thought yeah did i ever talk about them before hmm so i think i did <laughs> that i actually decided to uh hone in on something that was not so much less familiar with but it actually has more of a personal meaning to me and it's uh avalon by roxy music um it was released in may of 1982 and um i don't know if you've ever heard this album dave no that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, Googling it now, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a great album. 
uh, the reason I chose this, um, when I first decided to, I'm sure people have heard the story, but you're going to hear it again. First decided that I wanted to make an album, I wanted to do a cover album. And everybody that I knew that, you know, friends, family, however you want to spend that, nobody's first album is a cover album. I'm like, well, that's all the more reason for me to do it. Come on now, breaking precedence. You know, where the hell would we be if somebody would have told Elvis, huh, you can't dance like that. Go here from the church. Go sit down and. You know, and he went, oh, okay. Yeah, that whole pelvis <laughs> rocking, the whole pelvis rocking thing is yeah, not. Yeah. That's out of it. No, no, yeah, no, you no. Can't. Yeah, who would have said Michael Jackson moonwalking? Who wants to see that on yeah. TV? Jesus, you know. Yeah, let's skip. So, let's yeah. get the hymnal open and get back in your pew. Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody. There's nothing Mr. to Franklin. see here. <laughs> nothing to see here. The, the music's of the devil. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. uh I eventually gave in only because I got tired of arguing with people, but I had some pretty good covers I was going to do. And, um, when I first did my first demo album, okay. My first demo album was in 1989, but my second demo album <laughs> was, uh, in 2009. So that's quite a big jump there. And, um, more than this, which is the first track, on the album was my lead off cover. And it uh, has a really interesting sound to it. Uh, Brian Ferry, if you're familiar with his vocals, very lilty, but he's got a good range so he can hit those low notes, he hit them high notes. And he's got like this kind of a treble in his voice. Is it treble? Kind of quiver in his voice. Every so often, if he gets like super romantic, and um, there's a couple of songs on here where he he exhibits that quite well. Uh, more than this, however, there's two videos. There's one video where he's just normal, and he's like walking through either New York City or he's walking through some big city, and I'm just like, it's it actually says rare video footage, it's like because I had seen the original official video and I couldn't stand it. So I was like, first thing I'm going to do is I'm remaking that damn video. <laughs> yeah, I know what all the fire was about, the big cross and all that stuff. It was just really, really crazy. But it's a good song, more than this. Um, it has um, whatever meaning that you want it to have. And my meaning behind it, the, the, the concept I was going to use for the video, is just like um, everything that's around you. Everything that's close to you, everything that you love, everything that you hold dear, there's nothing better. You know, because if you read lyrics more than this, you know there's nothing more than this, you know? So. And by the and, way, and I, I just of, brought up, like, I, I muted you for a minute and I brought up Spotify and I was like, okay, I know that song. And, <laughs> and the thing is, it's so weird because I never knew who sung it. You know, I never yeah. took the time to deep dive into that. I just knew it was a song that was kind of in the background there. And I was like, yeah, I like that song. I just don't remember ever, you know, going the extra length to find out, oh, who does that? Right. 
So I'm like, oh, hey, I do know that. <laughs> Yay! I'm excited. Um, the next track, there's 10 tracks on the album. Uh, the next track, The Space Between. Um, I listened to most of these, the ones that I wasn't, you know, that familiar because I do, I did listen to the album uh, for an extended length of time. And then it just kind of fell off my radar. And then I just kind of hit the, the, uh, the, my favorites, my favorites on the album are more than this Avalon, uh, true to life. And that's it. Um, not that I can't listen to the rest of them, the space between, you know, really good song Avalon. I really love it because it's, um, you can hear it's a hit. And that's not the reason why I love it. It just has everything that a song needs to keep you coming back to listen to it, you know. And um, Brian Ferry always has such amazing people that he works with, you know, a lot of really beautiful women, a lot of really good musicians. And, you know, he's has a solo career for like ever. I don't want to say he doesn't need any of those people, but. You know, he knows how to surround himself with quality people. And um, it's nice to be able to listen to an album that, you know, you put a lot of heart and soul, a lot of dedication into, you know. And then years later, people are still enjoying it. Um, India is a instrumental. It's, it's almost as if it's like a... If you listen to Avalon, it's almost as if India is like almost like the, an add-on, you know, like they just kind of trailed off and did something else because it, it almost kind of sounds uh, like it fits Avalon, but it doesn't. Um, uh, while my heart is still beating, um, this is he's he's like the king of romance, so he's always got. Um, love you know close to his heart and and being in love and just you know some people are are just really good at that you know and um like one of the lyrics of the first verse it says all of those people everywhere ever so needing where is it all leading tell me where nothing insincere so you know it's just like there's people out there everywhere and we know they're out there, so, you know, we're not alone, so to speak. Uh, the main thing, it's a good song. I don't know, the cadence of it kind of weirds me out sometimes, so I'll have be, you know, I'll be on the, okay, halfway through it, i got to skip it. But um, Take a Chance with Me, that's a really good, upbeat song. Uh, to Turn You On, um, Unrequited Love. Nobody does unrequited love quite like they did in the 80s. <laughs> and this song is definitely no exception. Um, and it's just the pleading in his voice, you know, and just trying to get him to. He, he's trying to get, you know, someone to see that. I know I know you and I, I know what you like and I know what makes you happy and if I could be that person, you know, I would just do anything, you know, and you can hear it in his voice. It's just like, just do anything, you know, to turn you on. You know, you could tell it would be 
mean the world to him, but she could give a shit. So. God, I, I just suddenly was thought, thinking of uh, uh, Ducky, you know, from Pretty in Pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this would have been a good song for that movie, I think. <laughs> but um, maybe a little too adult, I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying that because I can. Um, true to life, uh, there is kind of like um, he does kind of like repetitive reverb thing, kind of like reminiscent of the Bee Gees, you know, when they used to do that that vibrato kind of yeah, you know, kind of a thing, you know, where you just like kind of like like call it machine gun vibrato. But it's actually a musical technique that's done. And, um, you know, it's vocalizations like that. And then he just sings out, true to life. And he's got background vocalists, you know, coming in with him on the chorus. But it's really awesome. And it's got such a great groove to it, you know, and I I really like it a lot. Uh, The last song on the album is Tara. And it's it's an instrumental, another instrumental, and it's it's saxophone instrumental. So you know the '80s would not be the '80s without them saxophones. And um, this is actually a really good one. So it's a minute and 32 seconds. I don't know if that's like a minute too long for people who hate saxophone music, but um, I like it. You know, because you know it's like the culmination of everything that you just listened to. And then if you have it on repeat, like I do sometimes, you know that the first song is coming back after you hear the last note. And then you're listening to more than this again. So. So is this a album that's better digested in order or can you kind of shuffle through it and you know, everything is fine. I think if you want to shuffle through it, you can. What I've actually done on uh, when I used to listen to it uh, at not this job, I have a I really need to get in and get some new music going on my <laughs> my desktop. I'm just starting to get bored. Three years it's it's been you know it's been a lot listening to you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So uh, I've actually taken out like a couple of the songs off of the album. You know, when you get it into like Windows Media Player, and, right? And it's just like, uh, do you want to remove this from this? Yes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty gangster about what I like listening to, because um, if the whole album doesn't, you know, resonate with me, there's okay. So there's like this album I listen to on Thursdays. It's called uh, The Best of Bauhaus, and it's all of their hits. Okay, so if you know Bauhaus, uh, you would know most of their stuff. If you're familiar with Bauhaus, you're going to be like um, Bella Lugosi's Dead, and that's the only song you know. If you kind of like Bauhaus, you're going to like Bella Lugosi's Dead, She's in Parties, and he does an amazing cover of uh, Ziggy Stardust so I actually hooked up a person that's been listening to music longer than me and he'd never heard their cover of Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie and I was like ha 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 
Yes. Go and listen to that. It actually is a really good song. They do a justice, you know. So, um, but for the most part, I had to take out a lot of <laughs> a lot of their hits because, you know, not only was I not familiar, it wasn't because I wasn't familiar because at first I was listening to all of them. And then I was finding myself doing the skip thing. You know, oh, I don't like that one. You know, oh, I don't like that one either. And then finally, I just went through the entire album list and I went just to take this off, remove this, don't play that, blah, blah, blah. You know, so instead of like 20 songs, there's on there now. Because I didn't understand a lot of it, you know. And um, the lead singer, sorry, I can't remember his name at the moment. Um, they are British, and and I love you know I love my English bands from the '80s and my new wave and stuff. But sometimes if I don't understand what the fuck you're saying, I can't I can't pull up lyrics while I'm at work going, oh that's what he's talking about. Okay, so but yeah. So did I answer your question? You did, <laughs> you did. Um, and the reason why I I kind of asked it you know is because i've gotten into the mode of where i just kind of like i mentioned before i just bring stuff up like uh, certain artists or a certain yeah. playlist uh you know because you know i, I don't want to like have to babysit my you know what's playing in the background yeah all day. Uh, so yeah. i'm okay with just letting things go on shuffle and it's almost like listening to radio but you don't it have is. uh you don't have, you know, the interruptions of, you know, somebody talking and then you don't have the interruptions of commercials. It's just, it's, mm -hmm. it's there. And then, you know, if I don't like a song, I just say, hey, you know, skip, um, <laughs> you know, and so I kind of dig that. In fact, I had the greatest yeah. thing is because um, I've gotten into listening to uh, Yacht Rock, which I, are you familiar with the, uh, that format? Just recently. Okay. Um, and so I, you know, it is very mellow, laid back kind of music, you know, mm -hmm. your Margaritaville kind of Eagles kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, wow. and so, you know, the other day I'd actually put that on in the house and mm -hmm. over the course of the day, I'd left, you know, two or three times for different errands. And every time I came mm -hmm. back in the house, the music was still playing. Like no one had stopped it. And, oh. and I thought to myself, that really is kind of super great because you walk in the house and it's full of music, not full, you know, not like loud music, but yeah. it's just there. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's cool. You know, because whatever I was doing or wherever I was going, you know, may not have <laughs> always been my, you know, what I wanted to do. I didn't want to leave the house, you know, in this day yeah. and age, it's like, I, I'm almost afraid to leave the house. It's not like I'm agoraphobic, yeah. but you know, at the same time, I'm watching the news just like everyone else. And I'm like, yeah. I really don't want to run errands, but, um, I, yeah, you, you have to live, you know, you have to do things. And so, you know, get the mask and, you know, social distance, do all that good jazz, but it's nobody same. does that. <laughs> But, I run into more people that don't know how to social distance. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But, I'm going to start carrying a yardstick with me, I swear to God. <laughs> but, you know, you, you get kind of frustrated with, you know, whatever happens when you're out. And you get back in the house, mm -hmm. and then there's that, that there's that nice music playing. And you're like, okay, yes. I'm back in my happy spot. It's, Thank you. Yep. Um, yep. So, you know, I guess, you know, Roxy Music, you know, it, is that kind of a, a – 
you know, play in the background, just on shuffle and just, you know, you can kind mm -hmm. of dive into, or is it one of those things where I should really take the time to digest this album, you know, track to track? You know, I, I would let you gauge that one for yourself. Truthfully, I would suggest you sitting down if you have a moment and listen to it, you know, cover to cover. Okay. From a, from one to 10, you know, just to get the feel for it. And then, you know, put it on shuffle, then be surprised. Like, oh, yeah, I knew I liked that song for a reason. Or like, oh, no, skip that one, you know, kind of a thing. I mean, and, it's a um, 37 just, and a half minute, you know, uh, yeah, 37 minutes, 31 seconds commitment there. So, yeah, you're, you're asking yeah. a lot. <laughs> I know, I know. But, you know, in all fairness, you know, it's people did this on a regular basis. I know, back right? In the day. People would uh, yeah. just, you know, pull an album out and put the needle down and let it go. Absolutely. And then, you know, if you had one of them fancy automatic suckers, you know, <laughs> it, it flipped the damn album over for you and, you know, finish the other side. Side B. Yeah. Uh, okay, kids. There was this thing. It was called vinyl. <laughs> Um, and it had this little needle thing that would go down on the vinyl and you would get music from that. It was really kind of cool. Yeah. So maybe you should yeah. look that up in your history books. Um, yeah. <laughs> we won't, we won't even talk about cassettes right now, but, uh, okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Uh, that's good to know that that's something that you would recommend that I, you know, uh, cause I know the, the first track, like I said, when I, yes. I, I put it up on Spotify, um, as you were talking, I, I did mute you and I listened. I didn't listen to all, the whole song, but I listened to the beginning of Space Between and Avalon. Not familiar with them at all. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, if I was to, you know, digest this, this would be really from a fresh perspective other than track one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it's just, you know, whatever your taste is afterwards. You know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of different playlists on it for different moods that I'm in. Sure. I have one right now that um, I'm pimping on Twitter. I know you've seen it on my son's fan page and on the 80s Music Girl page. Uh, my first, you know, because when you do premium, you're able to actually edit your playlist. So um, I paid extra for the premiums so I could stop listening to those ridiculous commercials. <laughs> And um, so my friend is like right at the top with his two releases this year, Tidal Wave and Dirty Your Soul. My son is third with his album that came out in 2018. Uh, a friend of mine from France, uh, Elisa, she's got a, a great dance tune called Escape With Me. And it's all, you know, the songs that I love, you know, following that, you know, it's like... Um, What's after that? Uh, Toledo by the Blue Nile. And then you've got Love Song by The Cure. Uh, Keen is in there with Somewhere All The Way. So like the first the first 10 songs, if I sit and just listen to the first 10 songs, I am just so groovy. I just just totally love like the first, all of my favorites are like right there. And then anything after that is just gravy. But I have to hear at least those first 10, you know, to get me going in the day and relax me at night, you know, and then some days if I'm just like doing something on my phone, I will hit shuffle 
you know, and it'll be, you know, a pleasant surprise yeah. every time. Yeah. And there's other, uh, other indie artists, you know, they're on, on the internet and on Twitter and social media that I really like too, that no one's probably ever heard of, but you know, they've got a huge fan base, which is awesome. Right. You know, there, there's no, you know, they're not, you know, Depeche Mode or anything, but they're probably just as good. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, lot to be said for, you know, indie artists that, you know, give it their heart and soul because this is what they love to do. Yeah, there's actually a um, a band local to Chicagoland area. I mean, they. I mean, you know, back when things were normal, you know, mm-hmm. it would be, you know, it wouldn't be surprising that they were putting on a good four or five shows over the course of a weekend at you know different festivals, and they would yeah. pack, you know, pack the place in, you know, because people loved, you know, what they were putting out, and their originals were are great. You know, I am as it were great, but they are great. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of just, you know, homegrown local talent, you know, that's out there, you know, for mm-hmm. different, um, you know, different people to take part in, you know, and, and enjoy, you know, if they don't, yeah. you know, if they haven't already done that, you know, don't just yeah. rely on the, uh, you know, the, the major label scene, you know, for your intake, right. you know. Dabble, right. experiment. Yes, broaden your horizons. Yeah, because you know nobody's going to do it for you. So you know, if you feel like you want to listen to, you know, Dolly Parton one day and uh, Skinny Puppy the next, I mean, hey, go for it. Yeah, I've gone no from songs by Skinny Puppy. <laughs> Just popped into my head. <laughs> yeah, I've done that though. I've done that where yeah. you know, one day I'm listening to you know either 90s or 80s rock, and then I go into a country mode, you know, and yeah, I'll have that going on, you know, and yeah, it it whatever's float my fancy, you know, and as long as you know it, it's it's got the uh, the right vibe for you know what I'm in the mood for, then it works, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I totally dig it. And then, you know, because I know when I was a kid, I was really into pop music. Uh, so it was my older brother was doing the rock. Uh, my middle brother was into the R&B. And then um, I was pop music. And somehow they both teamed up, you know, to give me their stuff. I know you've heard me tell you this before. To what they were listening to so I could stop listening to the pop music because they said it was garbage. They're just like, Ugh. What do I know? I'm 12, okay? You know, so what if I'm listening to Michael Jackson and David Cassie, which I didn't because I couldn't stand it. Uh, sorry, David, I love you. Rest in heaven. Um, but, you know, it was just like my taste in music wasn't like their cup of tea, which is fine. You know, even when they were younger and they were listening to, like, Sly and the Family Stone, you know, and Stevie Wonder and people like that that, you know, or cutting edge for the time, you know, and they got older and then, you know, you got into Alice Cooper and Jethro Tull and, you know, Pink Floyd and, you know, it's my older brother. Well, you know, middle brother was something like Curtis Mayfield and Cool and the Gang before they went belly up and did pop music. But, um, they, you know, they were hard. They had edge and, you know, I was like, why do I need to listen to that? Kid, I listen to the bubblegum pop music. Come on now. Well, listen to Elton John. Give me a break. You know, <laughs> he was different. 
you know, he came on the scene. I mean, he was, he still is. I mean, he's a great songwriter, but he wasn't mainstream, I don't think, until later, you know. But, yeah. So now you can listen to whatever you want, kids. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was stuck with David Cassidy. I th- no, think I sorry. love you, so what am I so afraid of? I'm afraid that I'm not sure of a love there is no cure for. Thank you, Dave. Yep. <laughs> I was stuck there. I I I got stuck. Mm-hmm. I, I stuck in that groove. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe whip out some Donny Osmond on you. You really want. You'll really be traumatized. Then. Uh, I'm a little bit of rock and roll. I'm a little bit of country. Yeah, well, yeah. A little bit country. Yep. Yeah. You could be a little bit rock and roll. I'll be a little bit country. How's that? Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but anyway. So I guess we're done. I think the 20 minute mark rang about 20 minutes ago. So. Uh, we were tangenting, uh, which is fine. <laughs> I know it was great. We missed Scott. Scott's, you know, he's our king of the tangents. So we we try to pay homage to Scott whenever we can, and uh, we miss him. We miss Suzanne. They're doing freaks and geeks, hopefully, and they were able to work out their technical difficulties. Uh, thank you, Dave, for always being an amazing host uh, and a guest host because you could do both. You're a triple threat. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm ambidextrous. You're ambidextrous. <laughs> ambidextrous as opposed to Abby Normal. Yes. So, Abby yeah. who? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Abby Normal. So, um, so yeah, so we've got a really groovy website called uh, bonsairetroclub.com. And uh, you just type it in the, you know, the place where you type in URLs and it comes right up. The first day. Actually, if you type in bonsai, B-N-Z-A-I, it'll come up. I kid you not. Really? I didn't. I've never I, done that. Just saying. They don't need to know that. See, now okay. you got to oh, oh, no, that's fine. Yep, you're right. It does. Okay. <laughs> I know of what I speak. Okay. So, and everybody's uh, information is, uh, social media information is on there. Uh, Dave is always gracious enough to work Work it. He's always working the page for us on Instagram and Twitter, which is awesome. One of these days, I'd like to see him have his own page where he's not working Bonsai Retro Club, but maybe he's just happy doing that. What do you mean? Like, uh, oh, kind of the uh, the Dave uh, page? Yeah, the Overlord Dave page. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, I... I've got, you know, my thought process brewing for, like, non-retro topics. Um, so, um, you know, I, I've, I've been doing this thing since, oh, man, we're going to go way off base here. I'm sorry, everybody. This is not retro topic. So, so I know we were wrapping things up, but, you know, in early uh, February, I started down this journey of seeking positivity daily and mm-hmm. i've really become an advocate of trying to make sure that people try to do that at least some part of their day i recommend the beginning part right. of the day um mm-hmm. and you know because of that you know i go out into different websites you know i don't start with the cnn's or the usa todays because there's a lot of 
you know, the national news headlines, it's kind of depressing. Um, kind of? Yeah. Okay. Well, very depressing. Uh, I'll go. I, I, I won't sugarcoat it. Um, but, you know, but if I start the day by going and try to find some something like a goodnewsnetwork.com or org, whatever they are. Uh, mm-hmm. And find like something where it, it's not like somebody's done anything hugely dramatic. They they might just do a little right. something. Like there was something yeah. I posted about where there was this uh, security guard at this shopping center that was holding an umbrella mm-hmm. over a dog while it was raining, and somebody Aww. had took a picture of it, and then it became then then it went viral, and you know and it was like you know and. and you know, to him, that was just the right thing to do at that time. Yeah. And it was simple, yeah. right? And it's not like something that, you know, he was looking to get credit for or praise for. It was just the right thing no. to do. And what I've discovered that if I can, you know, take a moment out of my day to find those little nuggets of those people that are just doing the right thing at the right time, then yeah. it kind of brightens my day and inspires me. Um, and that's what yeah, I need. Well, of course. And I think that, I think forward. that's I think all of us need that. Oh, absolutely. Right. And I just think too, uh, to, you know, to piggyback on that. There's a friend of mine at work. He's a Dave too. It must be a Dave thing. <laughs> Every single day, he sends me uh, something in Messenger. There's a video of somebody, you know, doing something funny or saying something funny. Sometimes it's a little lewd, but you know, it's not too bad. You know, but uh, and he's just, you know, and it's a constant, you know, positive attitude, you know, and be nice to people. And right. this is what happens when you do the right thing type of thing. And um, and he's always and he knows that one of my favorite artists is Ronnie James Dio. And any an inception that he was in a band, whether it was you know, Rainbow or. Black Sabbath or his own band or Heaven and Hell, you know, it's just like he always sends me something like like the other day he sent me um, Heaven and Hell. Uh, it was live from like 2005 or something like that. And it was Black Sabbath, actually. So I don't know how old the video was, but uh, I had just mentioned that in a tweet on 80s Music Girl. You know, I was talking about. You know, I found something, you know, to get me happy. You know, I'm doing this, you know, playlist thing. I got my friends and my family on it, you know, and I'm really digging it. And people are like following. I got like 15 followers. It's awesome. You know, I had one follower for like six months, you know, and then I started pimping it, you know, and I was like, you know, because of this year, you know, I think it's been for everybody, too. I so like, feel like I've literally been between heaven and hell. And I put in parentheses, Q black sabbath and i'll be damned if he didn't the next day send me that video it was just like dude get the fuck out of my head okay <laughs> but he's not going to because when your friends know you you know he's not on twitter he don't know but he knows who i am and he right. knows what i like and he knows you know the things that that make me smile and make me happy and that's one of those things so the fact that you start your day out that like that you know with positive you know reinforcement and affirmations and you know filling your soul with joy i mean that's just so much more beneficial to you 
and your lifespan actually than filling it with negativity because there's so much of it out there. Right. You know, you can go down a rabbit hole of positiveness just as well as you can go down a rabbit hole of negativity. And it's just like, what's going to benefit you more? Right. So, you know? so, to, so to your point, you know, if I had my own page, that's right now that would what awesome. I would fill it with. I, and it wouldn't be, you know, associated with retro Dave. It would be, you yeah. know, the, you know, the positive energy Dave that's, you know, I'm yeah. trying to be. Yeah. You could be like, some kind of guru or something, <laughs> a positive guru or Dave the guru or yeah. You wouldn't even have to be the overlord because that actually has kind of a negative connotation to it. But we all just call you that in fun. No, I know because you, you whip us into shape and make us better people. <laughs> this podcast ain't going to manage itself. <laughs> That's damn straight, you know. You in sad shape, you depended on me to do it. I, I think other people would. I think. You know, Susanna and Scott would probably pitch in more, but you know, if I there was know. a cruise control on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> very true. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Very true, my dear. So anyway, so we we diverted a bit, and that's okay because we appreciate you all uh, for listening. Thanks again. I always thank uh, all my fans over on Facebook that love my my poor sad fan page. But, you know, I I put something not retro on there the other day, and they just absolutely were, oh, 10 people. What are you talking about, 10 people business? This? You guys, come on, don't be no fucking retro snobs. That was a good video. <laughs> but, um, you know, they aren't familiar with the song, but the song's really upbeat and cool. My friend wrote it. Um, Sammy Shafi, he uh, went to India, made this amazing video, wrote a song in Portugal, made a video in India, it's called Dirty Your Soul, and it was during Hollyfest, and it's like all these gorgeous little kids, and they're throwing the milk powder, if you know anything about Hollyfest, I learned about that this year, and he's playing his song, you know, and it's got kind of a, kind of a poppy country sound to it, but he says it's folk, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know, we'll agree to disagree, but it's a great song, the video is amazing, it's happy, it's joyful, the lyrics are a little dark, but it's okay because it's teaching you a life lesson. So if you want to check it out, it's on YouTube, Dirty Your Soul. Give them a plug. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so with that, uh, be excellent to each other. Uh, be nice out there. If Don't be me when people don't give you six feet of social distance. Turn around and give them the stink eye because <laughs> I do that. It's just like whatever, people. And um, it's okay. So sometimes I just ignore it. It's just like, Lord, embrace me with your healings to keep the COVID away. Amen. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a, a good whatever, whatever you're going to listen to this. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know where I got that bye-bye? The one that I'm doing? Bye-bye. What? It's from Saturday Night Live. Oh, my God. The, the, what is it? The, the bitch? The David Spade, airline, the, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Bastards Airline or something like that. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Exactly. He's like the king of snark. Yes. He's got so much snark in him, it's not even funny. And you know, it's kind of, well, name dropper here. 
uh, only because I'm related to him. Uh, You're related to David Spade? No, dear. (laughs) I'm related to Tony Gonzalez, who interviewed David Spade on his podcast. And he is just so... He's laid back anyway, but he's just so laid back and not smarky when he's not... (laughs) But what he's not talking about. That's just his day job, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. So it's just kind of like, oh, so you're normal. That's cool. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Daniel Hey, Bonsai! Bonsai!